here too. Right. Y'all, it's like straight trash. Y'all ready? Y'all ready to pod? Jabun on the track, nigga. Oh, okay. No. no. Is it not ready? Uh, okay. No, Jabun we ready. Jabun. That was a no to Jason. Whatever. Uh, this nigga's a hater, bro. I mean, it's Chris. Uh, and Whoa, I'm the, I'm the less likely to be a hater out of three. Yeah. All right, we'll see after this episode. Everybody, right. get your roll on. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to the Was It Good Though podcast, episode two, where Oops. we discuss, debate, review, and disagree on movies and TV shows. I am one of your hosts. My name is Jazz. I am joined with Roly Poly Chris. How you doing, Chris? Feeling pretty good. You rolling around? That's what's up. We feeling it. Uh, we are also joined with Twerk Titty Jason. How you Ooh. doing? How you doing? Oh, them titties, mm. <laughs> 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 no, I'm up in here. What's good with y'all? How y'all doing? Thank doing you. Doing good, Thank doing you. good. Fellas, we're on episode two of the pod, making sure everybody is good. Uh, pretty much we'll be discussing Stranger Things season four, episodes one through four today. So this is for all the folks listening to the pod right now. If you have not seen episodes one through four, please don't even go further because we are about to spoil the shit out of this. So turn the pod off, but make sure you go like, subscribe, follow all of our socials. So once you get caught up, you can pretty much come back to this episode and hear all the wild shit that we're about to break down in this episode. All right. Uh, before we get started, pretty much going to do a quick recap of where we left our gang, our kids, the little strange Scooby-Doo heroes uh, in episode or season three. Um, pretty much it was a big battle in the mall with the uh, Mon Flair. Billy was one of the henchmen. He was beating Elle's ass up and down the food court. Um, and Elle pretty much lost her powers in the last bit of se season three. So she was just sliding around, couldn't do nothing against Billy until she was able to show Billy his past. And Billy just, he woke up, he got the Holy Ghost. And so he was just like, you know what? I'm gonna help Elle out. <laughs> so he pretty much tried to save her against the mind uh flair. Max comes through, Max sees it, Billy dies, RIP to Billy, which put trauma in Max's mind. And then all the kids pretty much joined together and all sad and shit. Um, switching over to the adults, Joyce and Hopper were trying to close the door. Um, so in that process, Joyce blew up a bunch of shit in Russia, which she thought she blew up Hopper. She did not. Bay's still alive, but he is in a prison in Russia. Um, so they get back to Hawkins. Joyce picks up Elle, takes her will, and they move to, is it California? They're in California. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so they pretty much move away, which breaks the group up. Uh, and the kids are getting older. They're in high school now. So I don't <clears> know how it is going from middle school to high school. I know it's been a while, but y'all can probably relate a little bit if y'all memories are still intact. Yeah, these shots are insane right now. <laughs> but Chris, I'm going to go ahead and push it over to you. I know you're excited about going over this uh, episode. She's, so, she's out of control right now. It's crazy. Let's let's go ahead and get it going. You know, Let's remove the brakes off the wheels and just <laughs> full speed ahead. Are you, are you done? You got everything out your system? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. What, was right. there anything that I missed in the recap? Let me ask y'all that. You pretty much covered everything. Um, okay. Yeah. So uh, season four, uh, of course, as Jess said, spoiler alert. If you're still listening after the first alert, then, you know, whatever. Just make sure you like, follow, subscribe, do all this good stuff. Uh, but yeah, season four, as she said, the first four episodes, episode one, 
the Hellfire Club. Uh, we picked up, as Jazz said, everything going down in the mall. Uh, the co-open was interesting. It was made available on the internet, like the first eight minutes. I don't know if you guys watched it before the season came out. Um, but it was very uh, intense, to say the least. There were uh, lots of death. And we were made to believe <laughs> that Eleven <laughs> was the one uh, doing the killings at the lab. Um, we got Dr. Brenner uh, came back, uh, of course, doing his little experimentation thing. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, that opening sort of set the tone for the season, uh, whether we realize it or not. Uh, one of the interesting things about this season, of course, was alongside the wait time that we had, I think it was like three years since we had season three. Um, of course, you know, COVID had something to do with that. But um, we had a bigger budget and we had much longer run times for the episodes, which benefited um, the story overall. Like it was able to flesh out the characters, flesh out the story even more. Um, as uh, Jazz mentioned earlier, we had, you know, the group separated. So we sort of got to get a POV of each of our new friends um, going forward. Uh, of course, new season, new characters. Uh, we got Eddie, who we were introduced to. Of course, the Hellfire Club is the name of the episode. And Eddie is the leader of the Hellfire Club, 30-year-old high school kid. <laughs> no, listen, man, he's, he's, he's old, but, you know, he's, he's excited about graduating this year. Uh, Dustin. And and uh, and uh, and Mike, oh, oh, yeah, Mike. It, it's Mike. We can't get those confused, Jazz. You gotta <laughs> stay on point. Now. I know you got notes, so you gotta, you know. But uh, yeah, Dustin and Mike are part of the group with the the older gentlemen, and uh, you know they're the outcasts. You know how school is. You got your clicks, click up, um, the nerds or the losers, as they call it. And we sort of get introduced to them. Jason, what were your thoughts on the new character Eddie as we were first introduced to him, and how he could fit into this new dynamic that we got of our friends? Man, I love Eddie's character. Like, Eddie is a super dope, um, just add to the actual, the core um, of the actual group. I'm um, just kind of nervous for Eddie because, again, like, you know, whenever we get the introduction to a new character, you know, we typically lose them. They let you tug at your heartstrings. You know, you got the first season, we lost Barb. Second season, we lost Joyce's um, guy, Bob. Um, third season, we lost Murray's uh, Russian insider. Um, and then this season, like I said, we a lot of new introductions, so I don't know who uh, we may be losing, but Eddie was definitely one of my favorite characters uh, so far. What, what you think, Jazz? I thought Eddie was cool. Definitely old, but, um, <laughs> you know, it's the fact that how he was able to pretty much welcome Mike and Dustin, I thought was cool, because normally when you have older individuals in college, or excuse me, in high school, they're not really drawn to the younger guys that come uh like the freshmen so i think eddie was pretty cool and then his interactions was with chrissy i thought was goofy and mm. all of that because it's wild that his people portray him to be one thing and he's a completely opposite yeah. so um eddie's cool but like jason said you got to be careful because eddie could be out of here and you know next few episodes we, we don't know yeah, not trying to spoil know. anything after uh one but just saying, you got to be careful who you like when it comes to stranger things because they know how to fuck up an audience. Like, oh, we know they're going to love them. Let's yeah. go ahead and mess their heart up real quick. Yeah. Jason mentioned all the deaths last season. Um, Billy also, the main death that we saw. Nobody um, care about Billy. Uh, Max, I'm sure Max cares about Billy. I'm sure. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> just it's just her brother but uh no <laughs> no but uh jazz uh mentioned chrissy who's also a new character that we were introduced to this season uh chrissy seemed to have some issues early on max was the first one to pick up on that uh walking down the hallway she looked trouble and then of course we had that whole bathroom scene which introduced us to her uh being haunted it seemed like i don't know you know what was going on with that when we first saw it i know jason had a an idea maybe what was going on with <laughs> with Chrissy but um you know she she's not pregnant she was uh dealing with some dealing with some demons literally uh and we were introduced later on this season to uh that character but um you know back to the main group uh we had Lucas uh Lucas of course is one of the main characters that we've had since season one and uh you know we talked about clicking up he's a part of the basketball team now which is, you know, a little bit of a conflict when you have the nerdy group and the jocks, you know, you're not really running in the same circles. Uh, and Lucas is, you know, he's trying to find himself as most kids do in high school. Um, and he's hanging out with another one of the new characters that we were introduced to. You guys, I'm sure, took a liking to Jason, uh, the jock, the main, no, okay. We did. Uh, tomato, tomato. Tomato, yes. boo. Look, I didn't got tomatoes thrown at me last week, so we gonna like, Chill. <laughs> chill. Nah, we threw uh, bricks at your ass last week. <laughs> you threw bricks. Jazz, Jazz went straight to like the, the violence was just insane. But uh <laughs> but yeah, Jason, you know, he's the new the new jock character. And uh, you know, his his first introduction he came across as like the wholesome guy, you know, everyone likes him. He knows how to talk to a crowd, uh, blowing his kisses and telling Chrissy he loves her. She's the cheerleader, that's his girlfriend. Um and you know, like I said. He probably uh, blew them kisses at three to four women in the crowd. Yeah, he said Chrissy names, but like everybody, yeah. I mean, it's possible. He seemed like he loved her, though. You know, we give him the benefit of the doubt right now. Um, Jason, your namesake, what you think about Jason? Man, fuck fuck that guy. I'm not not rocking with Jason at all, man. I'm not rocking with Jason. Basketball team captain? You know, like I said, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm taking my feelings into the to the future already, into the consideration of how I feel about this guy. But you, like you said, he definitely can play to a crowd. Um, he knows how to motivate a town because he definitely used the mall that Jazz just mentioned, the mall deaths, as a motivation to push to, to push the school to come out, rally, and support them in winning this championship and pulling it together. Um, you know, in this first, you know, this first section. Um, but after. You know, after we get Jason, I mean, of course, we do still have the, you know, the, the crew in California. Mm, I was going to get that to Jazz because I know the California crew got some of her favorite characters. Uh, it, it do. It yeah. Do. So California crew, uh, Will and Eleven, um, they're, they're besties. <laughs> Man, look. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm, I want Jazz to tackle Cali because, you know. Man. I just Eleven Eleven got some new friends out there. She's writing letters to Mike or Bay. I mean, hell, if you ask Mike before he went out there, Eleven got a bunch of friends. She got Eleven a bunch of popular. friends. She yeah, going she's to popping. Skating ring, all hey. of that. Yeah, but we, we get to the, the skating ring. Yeah, we get to the skating like, ring. So but nah, I watching like L and the interaction was so cringy to me because I hate seeing any type of shows or movies that somebody like a kid is getting bullied. Yeah. Like I hate that shit. And especially with Elle, you know, presenting her project and this bitch over here raising her hand, asking the teacher, like, is that the assignment? The teacher pissed me off too, because I'm like, bitch, do you not see that she's being bullied? Like, it it was just, it was so irritating. And then Will uh, Will just, he gives me those sideline vibes. 
Like, oh, I'm gonna let her get bullied. I'm gonna chill over here on the sidelines. But then after they the bullies go away, I'm gonna come run and see if she good. The fuck? No. Like, just defend me a little bit. <laughs> but he probably like, I they used to pick on me, so I was like, she'll be all right. It's yeah. I just I'm really like, I can't a- wait till she beat her ass. And then the whole courtyard scene. I was like, damn, Elle, you look stupid. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, because she didn't have her powers. She, you know, that's that's tough though. That was very she was nice. gonna kill all of them. If oh, she yeah. had her powers, it would have oh, been yeah. Carrie all in the uh courtyard. Well, Carrie, that's crazy. I was I was rooting for her, but not that I want violence on kids or anything like that, but I, it's just it sounds like that's what you wanted. Nah. <laughs> I'm speaking I mean, the truth. I mean no, it's just <clears throat> the bullying it was just yeah I, I hated been, that for L. if she would have did it it definitely would have been justified in that moment because Angela and her friends they just they just take it to a level that should be it's yeah. just super nasty yeah it's too much it yeah like you so, step on the project that she did like why you you doing spitballs come on yeah that's crazy I, even talking about like her dad like she was stepping on that you know right. that's just, nah she she violence was was needed uh <laughs> yeah but um back to lucas and the main group uh as we said before you know they're clicking up and a little bit of a friction there uh in my opinion dustin and mike weren't the best of friends to lucas lucas of course is on the basketball team uh high school basketball of course you have tournaments and the like and they're worried about the dungeons and dragons game like priorities but um <laughs> they pretty much wanted him to, to miss the tournament uh, in order to play Dungeons and Dragons. And, you know, in a, in a way I get it, like that's your homeboy, that's your friend, you know, you want to be able to spend that time with him. That's how y'all grew up and really bonded, but it, it changes over time. And like Lucas said, you know, we in high school now, he's not trying to be that same, you know, loser, uh, you know, the same thing like that. But um, the, the, the disconnect between them early on, how do you think that's going to affect the whole dynamic as far as what they're doing moving forward? Because I know we talked about their friendship and them not being the best of friends uh, Jason, how do you think this is going to affect like this the progress of the story moving forward as far as how they tackle different things now that they're so disconnected? Um, right now, it's, I mean, I feel like it's just going to be a, I mean, like you said, it's going to be a complete disconnect um, with any kind of thing because they're not really communicating or they're not really hearing one another. Everybody is just yeah. kind of moving in their own thing. Dustin and Mike, instead of you know, canceling the actual game or just missing the game to support their friend, they're looking for a replacement. You know, they go through Max and just a lot of just random different people, um, you know, and ultimately they miss the game. Like that's, you know, and that, you know, plays a part in how Lucas feels because Lucas like, man, I'm, you know, I'm a bench warmer, but, you know, we do see um, Lucas actually gets in the game for the first time in a championship game. And it was, yes, a, sir. it was a moment. It was a big moment. Um, but of course, we do get the montage uh, where we get Lucas winning the game because um, Jason failed. And we also get um, his sister, um, Erica, winning the game um, in the Dungeons and Dragons because Dustin fails. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, kind of like a, a dope thing, you know, just showing, you know, you know, the black folks gonna hold it down every time. Always. Um, yes, sir. But also just, you know, a testament to, you know, things that they're going through and just, you know, what they, how they overcome um, different things in spite of. Um, yeah. of the actual situation so yeah man so then you know as it ends you see lucas you know he sees them coming out you know he's upset and it kind of forces him into you know just going ahead and dealing with you know going with the basketball team as opposed to linking up with his friends like he typically probably would have did he would have just left with them but instead he's upset so he jumps you know with them 
Yeah, he's definitely conflicted um, in a sense, trying to play both sides because he wants to make everyone happy at that point. You know, you don't want to, you know, break up anything. Um, we talked about the main people and we talked about Max at the beginning. She's been having issues. Uh, her brother is dead, despite Jazz's belief. She she cares about <laughs> Billy. Um, and, you know, yeah, she, she's struggling with that. Yeah, I mean, that's her brother. Like that was a, he didn't just die. Like he got killed by like an alien. So that's. That was her stepbrother. Let me throw that out there. Not that it should diminish her love, but. <laughs> love, <yeah>. okay. Uh, <laughs> no, we saw that. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, that, that's the tough thing to deal with because she's, you know, sort of disconnected from the group. Uh, we saw that little awkward interaction with Lucas in the hallway. Of course they were dating. So um, that's tough. Uh, back to Chrissy. I want to talk about Chrissy because we talked about her troubles. She's been dealing with some things and uh, she actually linked up with Eddie to try to, I guess, calm her, calm her we, down. yeah, calm her down, you know, a little, little uh, extracurriculars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, wanted some, she, she was looking for some weed, but she needed something stronger. That yeah, something stronger. Yeah. yeah. That pack wasn't hidden like she needed to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was interesting because uh, Jason mentioned this as the episode we were um, watching it and uh, they had pretty good chemistry and then of course the Duffer brothers came out uh, acknowledging the chemistry between Eddie and uh, Chrissy and uh, you know we can see how that progressed in their scene in the woods um, and then of course she ends up going back to Eddie's uh, trailer which is where things got uh, hectic <laughs> trying to get some drugs and it got hot and heavy yeah, not in, not in the way I'm sure Eddie may have uh, preferred. <laughs> you know, Eddie may have, you know, he may have wanted something else. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, you get to the house and, and, and things start going crazy. Jazz, I want to touch on this with you because I know you're the horror uh, aficionado, or I guess that's the right word. I don't know. You love horror. Let's Ooh, just say that. You like it? You like it? You like it? Okay. Um, Chris wasn't even sure about that till Jason. Listen, but J- but Jason got him, <laughs> like, so we gonna roll with it. Jason got. All right. That's my man's. Um, Jazz, what you think about that scene in the trailer, the horror vibes that he gave off? I loved it. Yeah. Um, I love the lead up to it because with the scenes that we saw Chrissy, she was pretty much going through something. Yeah. And at this time, we did not know why she was being haunted, what the reasoning was. And so her seeing the different visions while she was in Eddie's trailer, yeah. we saw her mom like stitching up a cheerleader outfit. And so it kind of made you like come to your own conclusions like okay maybe she was one of those cheerleaders where mom I did everything perfect I needed to stay up late night to stitch my outfit so it could be good for the game the next day and then with her saying I guess her father in the recliner eyes stitched and then mouth stitched up like the scenes were it was it was so dark it was pretty much kind of terrifying um but it just that it looks so good it looks so dope and at that point I was like oh she about to get out of here that bitch about to die yeah and so and then when you see eddie come in and he just sees her standing there and he's just like uh chrissy what's going on and so like when i pretty much saw that scene it just immediately took me to nightmare on elm street because that opening shot of that film the girl is in bed with her boyfriend they're asleep and she just starts rising up out of the bed and this bitch is on the walls and the ceiling and so the boyfriend in Nightmare on Elm Street was like trying to wake the girl up and pretty much was, is what Eddie was trying to do. Yeah. So he's just like, Chrissy, wake up. I don't like this. Yeah, he was. And yeah. I was, the acting in this has been amazing too. So let me go ahead and get him a shout out. The acting has been dope. And then to see what happened to her, her rising up in this, uh, all the way up to the top of the trailer on the ceiling. And then 
phones just cracking. Uh, like that shit was insane. And then yeah. to finish it off, eyes blown out of her head. And then she hits the ceiling, which creates a crack. And she for her body like falls to the ground. And I want to say like that crack pretty much symbolizes the same crack that we see in the opening scene with Eleven when she's younger. Mm. Oh, so okay. it's just that that crack, that design is we've seen it a lot, but I think we're pretty much going to start seeing a lot more this season. Yeah. But uh, definitely just want to keep a note on that. But yeah, Chrissy's death was fire. Chrissy definitely. <laughs> <laughs> RP, but your death was lit. Um, <laughs> it's crazy because, you know, like you said, um, Chrissy dying, but one of the things that Jazz did mention was that figure who came down the stairs and we saw an actual uh, being haunting her and actually going, you know, why she got killed. Jason, uh, we talked about this season and of course we haven't gotten that far yet since we're still on episode one, but one of the things that um, we talked about with this new season, of course, the runtime of the episodes, every episode felt like a movie um, in length and in quality. Of course, the budget was high, but one thing that we got with the season that we didn't have in previous seasons was a central main villain. Um, and that villain uh, was name dropped actually when Dustin was playing Dungeons and Dragons, uh, called him Vecna. So Vecna is our villain. Um, and that leads us to episode two, which is titled Vecna's Curse or chapter two, rather, uh, titled Vecna's Curse. Um, Jazz, what were your thoughts on chapter two, not episode two, but how'd you like this? How'd I like episode two? Yeah, that was the question. Um... <laughs> I, he's saying chapter to the episode. I'm like, it's called chapter, this. but we know what it, you know, I'm just trying to be uniform. You know? I guess. Anyway, uh, before uh, you had to be an asshole. Oh, brother. Um, <laughs> Jasmine threw like 18 shots before the intro was over and I'm the one. Okay. I'm glad you keep it count. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I got 20 more to go. Um, so <laughs> I'll say this episode was hilarious and I'm going to start off with both of my favorite funding moments was with the Cali crew. I just want to so, put a disclaimer out that there was a death in this episode and Jazz found it hilarious. <laughs> so we just gonna we just gonna let y'all let y'all hold on, check this out. <clears throat> let me finish and then you're gonna know the two spots that I thought was funny because that death in this episode was not in Cali. See what happened when you don't when you cut people off? Anyway, um it was pretty much when Mike and Will were talking at the skating ring after an incident happened with Elle. I'm gonna <laughs> let one of y'all discuss that one, but it's hilarious. The favorite line from Will. Well, what about us? <laughs> and it's oh. funny to me because having a best friend come to you like, well, what about us? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm looking for my mate that just committed assault in a skating ring. Like, this ain't the time for a what about us. But um, that was one funny moment. And then also, actually, no, because the second uh, moment is my other moment that I thought was funny. When Elle hit that damn Angela in the face, <laughs> I said, yes, bitch. That's what, that's the energy I need you to have, Elle. Because she just rolled up to her. She was like, Angela. And this bitch turned around like, oh, what's she going to do? Boom. Uh, Got that ass out of here. Oh, good. hell yeah. I'm I ain't gonna lie. I wanted her to uh, do the same thing to her black friend too. Sorry, <laughs> I mean, she was rolling with the crew. I don't, she, you know. Right, just go ahead and hit everybody. But yeah, because that whole skating ring scene was fucked up. Of how you got the entire skating ring coming at L 
for yeah. no reason because yeah. she claimed that she snitched on you when the teacher came to a process of elimination, bitch. You've been bullying her all year. Wow. Of course you're the one that's been fucking with her. Like Wow. That's crazy. But that's typically so, but that's typically what an abuser does. They kind of yeah. play victim whenever the situation comes, you know, comes to a head or whenever they get caught and they kind of, you know, instead of just taking accountability, they pass the blame. Oof. Taking yeah. what? You Something know, I, that people I just, don't do. I just, I just learned in therapy. You know, <laughs> look at me learning. Look at you. I know, but um, before we get too ahead of ourselves, we're kind of skipping over a big point of what Jazz mentioned as well. It was Hopper dying, but this was the first episode that brought Hopper back. Um, in the introduction, uh, was we see Hopper. Um, he's alive. Um, he's not well. He's getting his ass beat uh, by the Russians. They, you know, pretty much spraying him down with water. Um, Joyce finds a letter uh well a letter is mailed to joyce and joyce finds out that hopper is alive so now she needs to figure out how to get hopper um of course first person that she called murray um gotta love murray he's definitely providing a lot of the comic relief vibes in cali he definitely perfectly fits on the cali vibe because right now that crew is just chilling really for the most part (laughs) um aside from you know the the story that's going on with l So, you know, Joyce and Murray, uh, they get together and they figure out what this um, decoded message is. They call it and boom, we get Jazz's guy, Enzo. Uh, we see Enzo is on the other end. Um, he is linked up with Hopper and they have a, they have communicated a way to get Hopper back, um, back to um, either Callie Hawkins, back to America. Um, but they are, he's needing $40,000 in order to make this happen. How'd it make you feel, Jazz? 40000 for 40000 what you doing? For somebody I'm not with, for, for somebody, somebody who not, I mean, come on, we, come on, come on, we come ain't on, had our on. first date. You got his child though. What? So oh, that's because has... I couldn't leave her in Hawkins because he <laughs> yeah. So like you know, <laughs> Jazz, aka Brandon Mac, fuck these kids. I feel nah, like... <laughs> listen, man, forty thousand—that's a lot of money, especially in the eighties. That's, that's a she that's was a nice so group. quick. She was so quick to go get it. She was just like, "Well, we gotta go get this money." I'm like. Damn, Joyce, like, your job must be paying you good as hell, sis, because you was ready to drop that. <laughs> yeah. Now, if it was like, we need $50 to save them. Damn. I'll put up 35 and see if somebody could put in that other... That's- <laughs> 35 on 50, Jay? That's not even a tank of fucking gas. That's crazy. But it was during <laughs> That's crazy. You could probably get a few tanks full. When she said 50, I'm thinking she gonna put up the whole 50. She, man. Oh, Chris, stop it. That's, that's, that's tough. That's tough. She is wild. Joyce, Joyce was quick to put that, 40, that 40k up because I would have been like, ah, wait. I That's ain't interesting though. This roller coaster yet? Like, I felt that though. I felt that. I feel. I, I know. I feel. I feel exactly. Like, uh, you know what Jazz saying? Yeah, forty k. Must be. That's. I guess that's real. That's what love is. That, that's that's love. Y'all y'all had nobody y'all would put up forty k for? Like not kids or you know mom or dad like. So what was what was the next city we going to? We going back to Hawkins. Oh, guess that answers that. Uh, yeah, we going back to Hawkins. <laughs> so we talk- <laughs> As well, well. Chris, same question to you. Do you have somebody outside of family that you would put 40k up for? That's a, uh, I don't think you think it's too long. If he's thinking uh, that long, it's definitely somebody. So we can just go leave it at that. Me and Jason don't. Hold on, hold on. 40, like, okay, it depends on my net worth at the time. Like, I can't be having, like, you know. If you got to uh, put a 40k today with this inflation, beating your uh, ass every day. Four, three. Yeah, sorry. Two, no. 
No, I can't. Boy, do it. I ain't think so. They did. So <laughs> <laughs> he's he not That's dead, tough. but he just gonna be cold the rest of his life. He's gonna wish he was dead. Yeah, ass. he was uh yeah, that was tough. But uh we talked about you know the Cali crew and we talked about Mike. Uh Eleven been getting her lies off of Mike. She's been, you know, <laughs> she got mad people, mad friends, and then of course he finally visits and he sees that it ain't what it was. And then of course, Jazz mentioned earlier, uh the the um skating rink scene which angela got what she deserved uh them bullies was different in the 80s i don't know how i don't know how you put up with that yeah i don't know how you how you put up with that one yeah eventually they started having like those little bullying campaigns i feel like that's probably why it's kind of like i said the bullies and even if you just look at the movies just period pieces yeah they they definitely always go above and beyond as far as when it comes to what they're doing to you know how they attack that it's kind of wild they was different back in the day and like she was just minding her business yeah, Angela got what she deserved. Yeah, but um, back to Eddie. Uh, Eddie is on the run because, of course, he's the last one who saw Chrissy, and you know he's dealing with that. He doesn't really know what to do. Like, who's gonna believe him that you know Chrissy was up in the air getting cracked up and she ends up dead? <laughs> <laughs> like, he, I mean, you know, that's a hell of an alibi. Like, I don't know if you could really get that one off, but um, but you know what he can get off, yo. I got this Chrissy pack. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> like, Yo, listen to what these drugs are do to you. That's how you lit up. Don't hey, man. break it. That's like, yeah. you can use that, you know. It'll have you on the ceiling? That's what you, it that's your. <laughs> have your eyes out of your head. That's, <laughs> a, hell of a, that's a hell of a drug campaign. Yeah, that's the yeah. Chrissy pack and have you on the ceiling. Twist <laughs> it up. <laughs> yeah, that, that's wild. Um, but then, you know, a character that we haven't really brought up much is Nancy. Nancy, of course, um, one of the OGs of the group, and she's investigating everything that's going on. Um, she's familiar with, you know, this type of activity in Hawkins, and uh, she has a friend named Fred. <laughs> I don't, uh, no one mentioned Fred as like one of the new characters. We just started talking about him. Yeah, I figured people don't really care about Fred. It's so many, like. I, they introduce so many, you know, these people gonna start falling like, falling like flies, but instead of that friend, she does have a flashback of another friend when the episode actually begins, when they find out there's a death and she starts thinking about Barb. Um, you know, I guess, I don't know if there's something that still plays on her. Um, it's still haunting her, but obviously it is on her mind as she sees, you know, another student um, that's died. Um, we kind of feel like she's kind of cold because she, you know, we don't ever hear about it anymore. It's just boom. But yeah, um, back to you, Chris. Yeah, sorry, Barb. You you owe me this now. <laughs> don't do that. I've been it's been three Barb, seasons, like, bro. Season. It's been three seasons. It is what it is at this point. Soon as Barb died, like everybody hated Nancy. It was like, how you just leave your friend out by the pool just to go yeah. get some dick? Nancy ain't shit. Priorities. I mean, that's your girl. You know that. No, nah, I don't fuck with Nancy. Oh my bad. Uh, <laughs> But um, yeah, you know, of course, the the situation happens, and then of course we saw with Chrissy, uh, we see Fred. Fred has certain visions um, that he's you know dealing with, and uh, a little bit of a trauma there. Seemed like some type of accident he was involved in, and uh, that's interesting. That first we had Chrissy have some trauma that she was dealing with, and then of course we saw her fate, and now we see Fred. So there's a little bit of a connection there as far as what's going on with uh, maybe who Vecna is targeting or whatever. I guess that goes to the Back to the episode title, Beckness Curse. Um, of course, Fred, same same type of deal. He's up in the air, cracked up, eyes gone. 
<laughs> and it was it, it sucks for Fred because he was like in the middle of the street when he got killed. Like when his body fell on the ground, yeah, I a little bit because you can hear it splat. Jazz, Jazz like them deaths. So <laughs> she was like, "Yo, this episode was hilarious." Now we going to Fred, but then it also just shows like the effort that they put into making it just seem so real because yeah. Fred was up in the air like two to three stories, and his <laughs> body just fell like. Motherfucker turned in a road field, but R.I.P. Fred. R.I.P. Fred. Do you is that genuine or are you just saying that just as like? I mean, he's saying Fred is dead. Do, 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 do. But oh, going into the death though, as he started seeing his little traumatizations, it was kind of dope watching. You know that black cop. You know his his face begin to peel mm-hmm. and kind of go. Um, you know, going to like a zombie zombification, I'm assuming, is what it was. And just as he was beginning to speak to him, and that was the first time we seen somebody, you know, kind of days out in a situation to come back as Nancy was talking to him. But that was just like a dope, you know, also another, almost felt like another, you know, nightmare on the street because he was looking super Freddy Krueger-ish to me mm-hmm. as far yeah. as with the way his skin was peeling back and peeling. And like you said, you can see the, the visual effects of um, the scar that he received. Yeah in his yeah, face that was fire. um as it was opening in the blizzard yeah this is yeah. it was dope yeah. and it's interesting we keep getting these uh these uh freddy krueger sort of tie-ins so uh victor krill was mentioned in this episode for the first time by eddie's uncle so we're going to see how that plays out um i want to note jazz got real happy when jason mentioned that black cop she I'm just not gonna lie. That just cop, lit up he looked he looked pretty good like yeah. oh let me go litter real quick in front of him like officer I just threw trash <laughs> on the ground. Oh no! Look at what Jazz did. Day two hundred sixty-seven. No, you said what? Day two hundred sixty-seven. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so uh yeah episode two uh Magnus curse yeah that yeah that was uh that was interesting. but no um you know victor krill of course we talk about the freddy krueger connections and then victor krill with name drop uh coincidence yeah i think like moving forward um we'll see how that that goes i'm excited um getting to this point because you know as we mentioned the longer run times it's fleshing out a lot and we're getting so much uh, of a new story with our group so yeah uh that was pretty much episode two y'all had anything else y'all wanted to touch on i do have a question for y'all um since oh boy relax so since we've gotten through two episodes and we've seen vecna get out two kids if y'all were in a situation to where vecna latched on to you his curse latched on to you what type of trauma visions do you think he would show you now before I'm a, I'm gonna answer my the, my own question so that y'all can re- get the energy. Um, so I would say I think if Vecna was to latch on to me, the visions that he would probably show me would be some dark shit from Comic Con 2021. <laughs> 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 y'all laughing because y'all know what happened at Comic Con 2021. But uh, for people that don't know. know, like yeah. I'll do a brief uh summary so actually no i'm just gonna say what the vision will probably be so the vision will probably be me walking into a room full of different nerds dressed up and everybody dressed up as the same fucking character which is the mask and i'm sitting around like what the hell is this and then he's dancing (laughs) doing ridiculous things being clingy And then somebody that's not in a mask outfit walks up to me and she's like, oh, 
let's do a picture together. And I'd be oh. like, I had my phone to one of the mask characters, like, can you take this for me? And then the whole fucking room just get dark. And then Vecna come out in a mask fucking mask on, like, see jazz? See what the hell you did? And I'd be like, oh, shit, you got me. But yeah. Mine would definitely be Comic Con 2021. That's so. a hell of a so for so so for clarification, the the picture thing. You asked the mask to take the picture of you. We're not and, doing this. Oh, I, I just, just what, I'm I'm no, just trying to make sure that listeners understand what. You, that's just what the vision would be. That's oh, what sorry. I I'll clarify. I can clarify for you. How you clarifying my vision? <laughs> I can clarify. No, I seen because I seen the picture. Like I was like, no, Damn. no, don't do that. Because I don't need nobody asking. <laughs> so what the picture look like? No. <laughs> So we're we gonna post we gonna post the picture on the on the IG page for you. I'm just, I'm just, but I'm just, I'm just, but I know jazz one with nobody in mask. That's all I got to say. Jim, that movie was, <laughs> was low key good though. Jim Carrey, you ain't, the no? movie was good, but I can't watch it the same. I bet. I bet all right, so Jason, what's your question? Uh, you mean what's? What, I mean, what what's, yeah, what's yeah, your if, if it was man, oh my god, the mask got her flustered. <laughs> Um, oh my god they listening they listen to this this is gonna be fucking what she gonna fucking kill me all right so my shit like if trauma was to happen i i probably would see my mom and my dad like at the end of a hallway saying you said what like mm. that would just be i'm like oh my god we going back again the moment for me was you know when I was a kid like I said I was I was a little mannish that's what they said it was, it was mannish I was running with older people um and I was at summer camp and I asked to ask one of the kids to let me you know suck their breast um <laughs> and I, you know the day was cool the day was that was like one of the best days of summer camp she said no but it was a great day at summer camp Woo! but I was leaving out mama signing me out and it was like um Miss Wallace, um, I just need you to know, um, your child um, asked one of the students, can she suck their breasts? And I'm like, oh, wow. She was cool the entire day, but she told on me. That's wild. And yeah, um, mom took me back uh, to their beauty salon. Her and my dad, they, they gave me a, a nice little spanking in conversation. I, I didn't look at titties no more. That's why I probably don't care about titties today. I'm an ass man, personally. But yeah, no. So so when like how old were you when this when this occurred? I was seven, Chris. Seven? I was seven, seven. what? Seven years old. Twenty-seven years old. No, I'm no, no. Nigga, just a single seven? Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I was seven. Wow. When this happened. It was a, yeah, I was it was wild. Again, my old my cousins were older. I used to be into and see crazy stuff, but yeah, that's that's probably why I do not, you know, I don't really care for titties to this day. Thank you, mom and dad. I appreciate that. Yeah, seven years old. That's 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 tough. <laughs> I, that's tough. And what, um, and what about you, Chris? You... Listen, man, just replay twenty twenty one, or you know, all I got here is like the Netflix dome that it probably used to set up. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is that is set off some. Uh, some triggers right there. I fuck with Hulu anyway. Yeah, Hulu's dope. Got some uh, good content for sure. Wow. All right. Uh, that's that's <laughs> that's my question. These things with it. I'm gonna leave that alone. Uh, so <laughs> episode three. I'm enjoying Hulu personally. It's it's dope. It's good. All right. 
that's that's what's up, Chris. I'm glad that you yeah more service from Hulu than Netflix, even though we're reviewing a Netflix show. But listen, man, it's well worth the the subscription price. (laughs) All right. Shameless plug. So yeah, uh, (laughs) chapter three. You got that out the way. (laughs) Uh, The monster and the superhero. So we open this up with uh, Sam Owens, uh, Jason. This is sort of your lane, so I want to let you run this one with episode three. It's my lane, but you rolled into the light today, right? You here because you seen you seen you seen the importance of episode three. Now mm-hmm. you, I will say you did say it was the bridge episode, uh, which rightfully so it was the bridge because we finally get to the real shits. The core is now affected. Um, we go into episode three. Um, we get the introduction to um, Sam Owens, which is played by Paul Reiser, um, who was in Mad About You. Um, he was the husband to love interest Helen Hunt. Um, you know, basically. Um, Why are you naming all these white people? <laughs> <laughs> Helen Hunt. Who's Helen because Hunt? Because he's talking about white people. Everybody knows Helen Hunt. Everybody knows Helen Hunt. Oh, okay. It's funny that he is naming all these white people. <laughs> yeah. But, so, so the, the 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 dope thing with with Sam character coming into this into this and him having his his dialogue with the the military personnel um, is we finally understand what. 11 was made to do or created to do really really unsure how you know how she developed the powers but we finally see what the powers are actually used for um they're training the kids to remotely kill people uh with just a picture so like at anywhere in the world they can just see you in a picture and they'll take you out um so it's kind of crazy you know they're they're training up kids you know to do these you know to do these things um you know, they come in, they said, we're going to either take the kid um, for ourselves, you know, we're going to get them and we're going to take care of everything that we need to do. But uh, that's, you know, where we are here. Um, and then after this, we go into, we go back to Cali. Uh, we go back into the Cali crew and we see Will um, is upset with Elle because how she reacted. Um, Jonathan is high out of his mind. Um, Joyce is, you know, hopper crazy. So she's she's like, you know, negligent parent like she's just lost confused as to what's going on but uh, we get the you know situation between Elle and Mike they finally have a conversation about the situation and Mike is having a problem telling Elle he loves her like Elle is deeply in love with Mike Mike has been there you know the entire time and uh, I think Jazz brought up an interesting point of you know is it really love like between you know in that situation we know on Elle's side it is love because Mike has held her down but kind of on the other side I feel like I don't I feel like it is love. I feel like my, Mike is just in an awkward space of that, you know, being that growing boy. And he just doesn't know how to express how he feels. Um, but even within that that conversation, he doesn't tell her he loves her. He was like, you know how we feel, you know, forget what these mouth breeders are doing. They're tearing us down. I've definitely been in that, you know, that situation. Yeah, you got to um, blame the outside. Like, don't like, listen. I, you listen to that. I'm and like, I so do. you just blame the outside and people? I, and, I, and I've been in that situation where you take no accountability for your actions, what you're doing. Mm. Um, you're more so, uh, you, you, I mean, to us, to us in the situation, you kind of gaslighting um, that person is kind of, it's kind of wild and definitely invalid. You know, he def- he never really validated her feelings, but um, as that situation began to happen, um, police come, well, no, police come, um, and she gets arrested for the beating that she put on Angela um, at the skating rink. I love how we all smile when you brought up the beating. That's, that's I don't know how to feel about that. Whoop that hoe. Whoop that hoe. <laughs> 
Got to. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was you know well deserved beating, um, but whatever. Um, we talked about Joyce and Mary going to Alaska. We talked about the forty k. It's kind of crazy. She just up and left the kids too. So it's like a a double. <laughs> Listen, love that's got to be love, right? Like that's crazy. Forty k and then you know leaving no, your kid. I, I I don't ever want to be in that kind of love because sis literally bounced left her hot son that doesn't know how to carry a conversation at the dinner table but she somehow don't know when he's hot which is also weird but yeah that ain't my business but she just joyce but she's been unstable for a while she's been through a lot yeah she's been through yeah she's been through a lot and obviously she went to go try to figure out if hopper is actually still alive yeah let me go ahead and get this money. Wouldn't be me. <laughs> so if anybody's thinking, let me send Jazz a letter like I'm captured or a prison. <laughs> Shout out to you. Don't send me shells. That's cold. But, uh, yeah. Not even the mask? No? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, Chris. My bad. I was Stick just... to your streaming services, my guy. Listen, I told you Hulu is dope. Like, yeah, you know. But, um... Yeah, we, we go to uh, Nancy and Robin. Uh, speaking of Joyce's son, Jonathan, he was high. Uh, he's sort of taken a back burner this season. Uh, he hasn't really done much. Me personally, I don't enjoy his character right now. He hasn't really, you know, provided anything of substance to the show so far. Uh, it could change, um, you know, future episodes. But right now, whatever, I'm good on him. He's pretty much uh, been uh, relegated to comic relief. But the comic part sort of falling flat. So, yeah, he's not funny. Yeah, it's you know it's very unfortunate, but uh, yeah, we uh, Nancy and Robin they're doing a little bit of investigating, and uh, head up the library. They found out more about uh, Victor Krill. Before we get to Nancy and Robin, though, this episode was kind of graphic with Hopper. Um, you know, he's trying to figure out ways of escape, and there was a scene uh, in Russia where he's you know he pays the the other prisoner in food. Um, to to sort of sledgehammer to the ankle. Uh, that was yeah. I can see Jason cringing. Yeah, that that, that you know, jazz uh, thoughts. Anything? I mean, me 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 personally, the Hopper storyline is. I'm I'm sort of trying to get past that. I want to see what's going on. But <laughs> yeah, I, listen, nah, I I don't blame you. Honestly, when it comes to Hopper, I get it. But I just every time. I'm like, Hopper, he's in cold-ass Russia. Why am I seeing his feet as much as I'm seeing his face? <laughs> that's, like, that's the only question I have when it comes to Hopper. Like, You walk around barefoot. It's cold as shit. Your piggies is froze. Like, <laughs> and He's a prisoner, man. Resources are scarce. I don't, you know. That's... No. Everybody else got on shoes. And then I'm just... I'm like, up. Uh, we gonna see Hopper again. I mean, we gonna see Hopper frozen ass toes. Like I just, <laughs> I hope Joyce brings some feet warmers for him. <laughs> she bring her ass over there. But then again, she just dropped forty k. So if she bringing him gifts, that bitch Ooh. definitely sprung. Me another prize. There you go. I'm glad you said that. Jazz don't jazz. <laughs> She doesn't want to say it, but you know that's all. That's all I'm saying is. I mean, prize. somebody could say that. I guess the prize is all locked up. So you gotta drop forty k to get a prize out of jail. Listen, man. She. I mean, she, it's she like don't... it's like you know you go into the to like one of the um, like gang arcades. You gotta put the coin in. 
to get the cloud to pull it out. It's it's not the easiest situation, but you can definitely make it happen. When I think of that claw, I think of Toy Story. That's exactly where I was. Little green people that's like, ooh, the claw. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Toy Story. Um, I mean, yeah, but uh, yeah, back to Nancy and Robin doing a little bit of investigating and they uh, learned about Victor Creel, who is, uh, you know, we'll learn a bit more about him coming up, but Mm -hmm. that's what's going on with Nancy. Uh, Jason. Jason is out here on a manhunt looking for anything that he can find about what happened to to his bae, Chrissy. Um, he, I mean, y'all going that hard for bae if something happened? I'm not going to ask Jazz because I feel like I know the answer. So, no, Jason, oh, are you going that hard for bae? Wait, what did you think my answer was going to be? No. Oh, then you, you know the answer. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. I mean, 40K is, you know, that whole conversation, I sort of deduced what you would feel about, you know, but um, yeah, yeah Jason. Is, Aquarius, I definitely putting up shit. Yeah, I said that. Poor Jason. Uh, to be fair, Aquarius, <laughs> you know, Aquarius, you know, they, anyway. Trash. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's an Aquarius on the fly, though, like, God damn. <laughs> that's, that's I say this with, with so much love, Jason. Y'all trash. But go ahead with your question, Chris. I mean, no. Leo's ain't, ain't no good either, so, you know, just share the Gemini's are just the cream of the crop, huh? Oh, well, first of all, none of that is real, but we bring excitement <laughs> into lives. None of them, none of that is real. But if we're going to pretend it is Leo's, if you had to pick one, I would say, you know, we. Yeah. So Jason ran up on the Hellfire crew um, with Lucas on their side. Um, and it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Like it was, um, you know, intense thing. You can see Jason is going through, you know, great lengths to, like I said, figure out where Eddie is, because he, you know, that's the word that he got, um, you know, he was with Chrissy last, uh, supposedly using drugs, um, and it was kind of a fucked up situation, because, you know, Lucas is in another complicated situation, you know, he goes from, you know, jocks to hellfire, so now he's playing his team to the left, and they're just like, Lucas, like, bro, you, you, you know who we are, you know, we don't, we not a part of no, no fuck shit, like, none of this <laughs> demonic things that the people are talking about, bro, what's up, you like, bro, just tell them what they need to know, and we can go, yeah, he's trying to you avoid everything, saying? like, he just, you know, he kind of avoiding, running away from our conflict, and at this point, like, I'm not fucking with Lucas at all, because, um, like I said, and I guess that goes back to your question at the beginning, like, how do we feel like it's gonna play out, and at this point, fuck Lucas, because it's just like, bro, what are you, like, what you doing? Yeah. Um, as far as when it comes to it, so then it's then even the most the more fucked up thing is he's like, you know, I heard he was with Dustin. Like, bro, you gonna steal your your real man's out out of everybody in that situation? You selling your man's out? Um, so yeah, that was yeah. I don't know. Like right now, I'm not rocking with that guy. Yeah, and it's tough because Lucas is such a you know he's a likable character, and it, the predicament is tough because like you said, he's trying to play both sides. You know, he got his new gang, and then he got his old gang. It was interesting. Jason gave him an out. You know, I don't know how genuine it was, but Jason told him he was like, "Yo, you know, you don't have to come with us." But I feel like Lucas sort of wanted to make sure things was okay with his friends, so he wanted to come along. And we see how unhinged uh, Jason was when he started beating up the Hellfire Club. Um, so. You know, it's just, and it, it, you know, like I said before, it's like you introduce to a character, and you they present themselves a certain way, and then as the story progresses, they just like this dude sucks. So we got to that point with Jason. Um, but Lucas, of course, he you know goes off on his own later on, and he's trying to you know get clues or try to get ahead of 
Jason uh, before he finds his friends with Dustin and everyone else. And I think that was good. You know, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, those are still his 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 day ones. You know, he still want to make sure they're good. Um, I don't know if he anticipated Jason would be this, you know, gung ho about everything or, you know, resorting to violence in that sense. I mean, they was packing up all type of weapons, but you didn't. Yeah. You know, you didn't think he was going to go that bad. <laughs> I mean, look, yeah. We, looking at Jason's activities, we know where he was at January 6th. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, yikes. You, you just said, oh, forget the police and what they, they think Chrissy's a crackhead, excuse me, a drug addict. Let me go find Eddie and do what? You're going to beat his ass because you, Chrissy, ain't give you the goodies, but she was probably jealous that she may have given it to Eddie. Like, it seemed like some jealousy there, but I mean, I, I don't know. He just seemed, don't you got some practice? Oh, it is summer. So, don't you got a job? Like, y'all just going days on end, sleeping at some abandoned, scary ass house that's probably full of fucking spiders. Ain't showered wearing your high school jackets. Like, all right, we're gonna go find Eddie tonight. Did you check in with your mama? I, I just, yeah, Jason ain't shit. (laughs) Yeah. Jason, uh, <laughs> that's interesting. But um, going back to the main characters, Max, um, we see a little bit of a connection here. Uh, of course, with Fred and then Chrissy, uh, they both actually visited the counselor um, before their untimely deaths. And, you know, that's a little bit of a connection there. And it leads us to believe maybe the counselor has something to do in some way with these murders that are going on. So she goes to talk to the counselor. Um, that whole scene was interesting for me, too, because there were a couple of theories that sort of popped up online and I guess in between us and maybe, you know, the counselor uh, involvement with the deaths. Jason, you want to touch on that a little bit in which you maybe read or thought about the counselor's involvement or possible involvement rather? Um, I mean, so as we go through, um, everybody started going into their different ways in Hawkins. Uh, Robin and Nancy, they go out to the, uh, the psychiatric ward um, to check to check into the the Victor Creole situation, but then we have Steve, Dustin, and Max. They go to the counselor's house to try to see you know what the counselor may can give them. Um, the counselor wasn't really giving anything up. I mean, which you know confidentiality. You can't really tell uh, what the situation is, and you know kind of in the scene. Um, Jazz sent me a picture um, of a clock <clears throat> clock necklace um, on um, the counselor's neck. And because the counselor wasn't giving anything, Max had to think of another way to uh, figure out some other information. So she makes up a plan to go to the restroom and seize the keys to the actual office. Hmm. Um, she steals them um, and the crew head, uh, they head over to the school office and we figure out, you know, we knew we knew uh, Chrissy was seeing the counselor at this point. Now we find out Fred was also seeing the counselor and they are having the same symptoms that max has been having so we get up now we jump into a montage of everything that's been going on with max which like i said we had an idea that she was she something was going on but we didn't know what was going on and everything that they were inhibiting she was inhibiting so at this point um it's not looking good it's looking super dim um for max right now max was popping the pills and then <laughs> she was like popping pills in the bathroom at the crib in class nosebleeds on the test whatever she could do yeah speaking of nosebleeds um when jason was on his manhunt we saw one of his mans um jason i'm sure you caught the name patrick patrick 
Yeah, we got my guy Patrick, who was um, Beckham was looking for his next victim, and he was just going through. I don't know how he determines or how he picks, but you know, he goes through his little world. He go, you can see everybody going through their own traumatic experiences, and he decides to go into Patrick. Not sure why yeah. he chose him, but Patrick is in the backseat of Jason's car. Uh, he begins to have a nosebleed, and they're like, "Man, you sick, bro? You like, you get like, look, look, look at him like in disgust, like he was, you know, he was using drugs or something." But um, you know, I guess that's the next victim, um, you know, within that scenario. Um, yeah. As well, as it was seen. That's tough too with the nosebleeds. You ain't see no tissue. You just wiped it and kept it pushed. <laughs> so nasty. I mean, that's... Magic, Magic Johnson. That was in '92. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Vecna, so Vecna is like indirectly responsible? Is that what you're implying right now? What's going on? I'm just saying, I wouldn't want that blood on me. Hell nah. Winning time was fire. But um, yeah, shout out <laughs> to Magic Johnson. <laughs> uh, yeah, back to Max, of course, the the clock uh, we talked about with the council, that was, it was a common theme. And Max started seeing that, which, as you said before, doesn't bode well for her fate. Uh, Max, I like Max's character. So seeing that sort of hurt me because I don't want nothing to happen to Max. I like her. I feel like she's been through enough at this point where, you know, she doesn't need to deal with too much else. I mean, to well, be fair, this, I mean, to be fair, the entire court has been through enough. Like, we, this is the season four. These, all these people <laughs> that went through it will have to experience it in some way. Yeah, but Max is like, she, you know, I don't know, maybe I just... You know, Chris, you know, Chris take with these white holes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I'm talking about First of all, she's Ooh. under age, so that's completely out of balance. She's a grown woman on the IMBD. She's a grown ass woman. Yeah, I, on IMBD, but see, in the I, show, yeah, I didn't. I don't look up her age, so. Right. Yeah. So let's get back on on uh, on course. I will say with Chris, you saying that Max has been through a lot. That's pretty much what Vecna is looking for. Somebody that's been mm. through a lot of trauma. True. So she's a very easy candidate for him to go after, and especially with her not expressing this to anybody. Like and Fred the same thing and Chrissy, which is weird. Chrissy didn't bring this up to Jason, so I guess they weren't as in love as we thought. Because if y'all were seeing some creepy ass clock and some weird visions, would you not tell somebody that you're dating or just tell friends? It just seemed like something that you would share. Like, oh, good morning, y'all. I had this wild ass dream. Somebody was trying to kill me. Yeah, or I like, mean, that's 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 tough. Because like, I mean, they told the counselor, but at that point, like. What could she have done? Yeah, what could you do? And then, yeah. I mean, I guess it's one of those situations to where, especially for Max, think of what y'all went through last season. You've experienced something not completely exactly the same as what you're experiencing now, but you've experienced some wild ass shit in Hawkins. So you know, Hawkins ain't where you want to raise your kids because <laughs> town is very fucked up. Yeah, you gotta but get out of here. Just, just to be like, I didn't want to say anything. I, I just, it's unfortunate how closed off Max has been. And you see Lucas trying to, you know, get that yeah. connection back with her at the beginning of the season. And she's just like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. But, now, um, trauma so response, maybe. Now, within this, to be fair to Max, um, <clears throat> she did tell them when she began to see those situations now previously it was just a headache so it's kind of hard to say now why she was closed off um you know that was you know that's just maybe like a personal thing but as far as the visions whenever she first had her vision I mean which was again in that school 
um, she's sitting there, she's reading over the paperwork and then she starts the days out back into, damn, these are the things that I'm, you know, going through, I'm seeing. And she gets her first vision because it was the clock. And, you know, she told everybody to go, you know, come see the clock. And they're like, bro, there's no clock there. He was like, you know, it's crazy. They got the headaches, the nosebleeds, and now there's a clock. And at this point, they tell him like, oh, shit, when was the first time they had their first vision? Shit, his was, Chrissy's was seven days ago. His was six. And now mine is, I'm at day six. Like, mm. now we now we get to the realization, Max is out of time. Yeah, running out of time, for sure. That's that's scary. And then, like you said, at the end of the episode, Vecna um, calls out her name, and then you just like, oh, you know, that sucks. Um, but yeah, I mean, episode three, you know, like you said earlier, it was like a bridge episode, um, a little bit more Hopper, you know, what's going on with him in Russia. What's up, Jason? So before we close out, um, within the episode three, um, it kind of, the entire episode, like I said, it was a bridge, but it kind of explains where the monster part of this aspect of the monster and a hero is coming from. You see what, the, now we know what Dekna is looking for, where they coming from, what he's about to do, but we also get the superhero aspect. Um, the, end, the, the episode begins with um, Sam Owens, but it ends with Sam Owens having a conversation with, uh, with Eleven. Um, and he's just explaining to her how we can, there may be a way that we can get your powers back, but mm. I do need you to trust me. Um, and within this situation, Eleven writes a letter to Mike, um, you know, kind of establishing what she's about to do. Um, and I feel like <clears throat> the letter wasn't, it wasn't much, but the big thing from the actual letter that kind of stood out to make sure Mike knew it was her um, is he did this, she kind of repeated what he always does instead of saying love, L, which is what she always did. She said from L, uh, which is like a, you know, a fucked up, you know, situation uh, within that. But yeah, that's how we close out um, the episode three, going into Dear Billy. Dear Billy. Wait, wait you saying, you saying Mike lost L? Is that what's happening? Like a little bit of disconnect going on? I don't know, but we are right there, right behind them. So I don't know if you lost her or <laughs> gaining one. I don't know what's going on. What are we? We going to find out what they are? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Uh, Dear Billy. Man, episode four, um, my favorite episode. I don't know, Jason, looking like you agree. Yeah, it turns up. This it turns is, up, man. This, this, is a, this is the episode um, where things begin to, uh, yeah, begin to turn up on, in every different aspect. So uh, we definitely have to make sure, you know, we, you know, I want to start with probably the weakest, kind of like what you've been saying, the weakest storyline of the plot so far um, has been the Joyce Murray and Hopper um, situation. Uh, we see Hopper has kicked off uh, his his plans of escape. Um, you know, he can he you know he got his leg busted, so now he can pull his foot out of uh, out of the actual cuff that he has it stuck inside of. Um, Joyce and Murray have linked up with Yuri. Uh, with the 40k uh, to save her bay, uh, which we see it was a play. Uh, he kind of fucked the entire crew. Uh, he took the 40 and he turned them over to get more than what um, he was going to get. Hopper is um, escaped. He's ran. He's, he's you know, he uh, was talking to Enzo, who told him he got a one in 100 chance of getting the fuck out of here. And he, he proved him right. He can get out of there. But doesn't really matter because Enzo, not Enzo, but Yuri sold out the entire team, got Enzo locked up, got um, Hopper locked back up, and he's drugged 
um, Joyce and Murray, and now he's bringing them to Russia to turn them in as well to get his bigger reward. So look at the money make him do. Yeah, that I mean, you know, Hopper's story so far told me he could take a beating because he's been through <laughs> some stuff. Like, you know, it opened up, he was getting beat, and then your foot getting sledgehammered and running through the snow barefoot. And he it's like a little bit of, you know, seemed like he took like a serum or something, like super soldier serum that could do stuff. <laughs> jazz, give me that one. You gotta give me that one, Jazz. That was uh, no, okay, I maybe. Nah. Yeah, selfish. Uh <laughs> But yeah, you know, Yuri sold him out. <laughs> he gets captured. Uh, we see Jonathan, Mike, and Will. Uh, they're the Cali crew um, doing their thing. Jazz, you want to touch on the Cali crew a little bit? What they got um, going on? I'm trying to build us up to the to the meat of the right. episode. So, so you know. correct me if I'm wrong. Was episode four pretty much where we had the shootout? Episode mm-hmm. four was confirmed. The so the shootout was fire. <clears throat> um, the All one right. shot. It was just hard. excitement hard. all around to where I'm sitting here like, Jonathan, what you about to do? You about to go out there and do what? You ain't got <laughs> no gun on you. So Jonathan ain't doing nothing. Like, what are you doing? Um, especially with it being like one shot going through the room, the living room, and then yeah. the cop like just followed me. Like the shooting of that scene was so amazing and it was so creative. Yeah. I don't know how that cop was able to even get all of those dudes out of there because I feel like they had semi-automatics and he had a nine millimeter. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, come on. Motherfucker thought he was John Wick. But <laughs> either way, I thought that scene was so fire. Like I was like, okay, finally, y'all ramping up. Where's Will? Is is Will okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> Where's Will? John Wick but, is an amazing movie, by the way. Is it Chris? You see my Ooh. face? Yo, it's crazy because Jazz mentioned that one shot, uh that that one shot, um, the way they filmed it, it reminded me of Daredevil, the hallway scene. Yeah. So that was that was real dope. It sort of took you like, is this the same show we watching for a second? Because it's right. just that's like what I, that's what I said. I'm like, yeah, what's up, what's up with the but I was kind of rewatching uh, with my daughter and they had a, a, a nice little shootout scene in season three as well so they they kind of played oh, okay. but they but they but this one here like i said they're the one it's, it's something about the one shots when they just do it in yeah. one take yeah. and yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see if there was a real one shot because it was later revealed yeah. that their devil was was not but anyway oh are you serious it, it don't matter you heard my right. heart too. yeah bro. Heard my heart too. next you're gonna tell me santa claus ain't real um but no <laughs> I, I forgot all about the don't laugh we're not doing that uh, I forgot all about the shootout in season three. Jazz failed to mention that in her recap. Just ahead, you know, just. Uh... Uh, you know, what's funny because I remember saying, was there anything that I left out? And Chris, you were the first one to say, no, nah, I think you got everything covered. I mean, like, I'm, if anybody wants I'm tr- to go back and replay. No, I'm trusting, I'm trusting you to deliver the recap. You trusting women now? Oh, okay. Yes, he's trusting women. <laughs> oh. Women can be trusted. We. <laughs> Jason, see, I've been, I've been cool this episode. You know, you're not about to get me off my shit today, sir. This motherfucker Yo. right here, like, but yes. Crazy. But uh, anyway, Chris, as you were saying. No, I mean, you know, the shootout was dope. Um, And like Jason said, you know, the, the whole one shot aspect of it was a nice touch. And then it, it goes back again to what I said, the budget, you know, the way that they really ramped up this season. And then, you know, as I also said previously, um, the episodes felt like a movie. Like it was just so much, you know, with the the longer runtime, it just allowed so much more uh, development and story, you know, plot wise and everything. That was just, I mean, that was my favorite 
uh, part of the episode up to that point. Then, of course, we back to uh, the Hawkins crew with Max. Um, she was being hunted. You know, Vecna is doing his thing, and then uh, she ends up going to the cemetery. Um, I have a Vecna joke for y'all. Okay. Let's make this off right quick. Just to lighten up the mood. What do you think Vecna's favorite uh, candy is? Mm. Snickers, maybe? I don't know. (laughs) Snickers. You can't go wrong with Snickers. Whatchamacallit? Neither. It's a jawbreaker. (laughs) Boom. Because he's been breaking jaws the last two to three episodes. Shit, actually the last three episodes he's been breaking jaws. It could have been the crybaby too because he's been creating them too. He has, but they haven't been alive long enough to cry because he's been getting asses out of here. <laughs> but yeah, that, so. That was that was funny, Jazz. I don't know if I want to give you the satisfaction of laughing too hard, but that was, okay. funny. That, that was funny. I like that. <laughs> so um, Nancy we Going back to the Hawkins crew. Um, so, you know, they have split up again. So now we've, um, Steve is taking Max to um, what seems as if her saying her goodbyes uh, because she has a vision um, and she goes and she sees her mom. <clears throat> her, her mom, does, they're not as close. So she, you know, she was kind of thrown off when her mom hugged her, which was like, bro, you probably not hugging your mama for real, which we see. It's definitely not her mama. It's definitely fucking with her um, once again. Um, as she's coming out the house and then we go over and we jump over to Robin and Nancy um, and Jazz I'm gonna let you have this one because you know you, you love this this part nah, this I is mean, her bag I, I definitely appreciated this scene um, with Nancy and Robin pretty much going to the same asylum and speaking to Dr. Hatch who they had to get permission to even speak to Victor Krill and so he pretty much gave them a tour and through one of the rooms where it had a lot of the um, individuals that lived there. I'm not gonna call them crazy folks, but they're just folks that lived there, probably going through some things. And so he pretty much just said that the music that was playing, the effect music has on the brain, it reaches areas that words can't. And during the first watch, I just thought that scene was a filler. I was just like, he ain't probably saying that important. Let's go ahead and get to Victor Creel. Like, let's, let's, he's going to probably give us something we need to know. Let's get to that point. But then after doing a rewatch, realize, oh shit, he was actually spitting game. Like he was dropping gems. And so I thought that was hella important. And the fact that it was such an important detail that we need to know coming from someone we only were introduced to in this episode and we'll probably never see again. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then you had the reveal when you got to um, Victor Krill and it was the GOAT mm. top, you know, um, Robert England. So we've been pretty much talking about Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy yeah. connections this entire episode. And we see the man right there in the cell. He is Victor Krill. Now he couldn't see us because his <laughs> eyes were stitched. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's 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 cool, but I thought that reveal was so dope. I was just like, "Holy shit!" It was okay. Like it was like this entire the last four episodes have just been getting better and better and better. And then you see in that reveal was just like, "Oh damn!" So I I thought that was pretty cool. <clears throat> the reveal of Victor Krill that was dope. Oh bars, bars! Thank thank you, Jazz. Thank, I thought I was going to hype like myself that. up. Thank you. There we go. 
What do uh, I tell you, Pastor? Fuck out of here, nigga. Pastor. <laughs> Look, look at Jason. Hey, hey Jazz. Jazz. Nah, nah, that was fine. Nope, nope. Jazz. I got the Jazz stamp, so we straight now. Okay. Can't, can't nobody tell me nothing. When when Robert England, aka Freddy Cook, came on the screen, on the scale of Trevante to Yaya. Oh, boy. Oh, How moist did you get? Look at the scale he used. Wait, look at the scale he used, bro. The fact that Jason got so close up to his mic was like, <laughs> I need y'all to hear this. I had to put my first off the word voice. Yeah, nah, nigga. We're not doing that. No. The kids hey, and look, everything. I'm like, bro. But look, nah. but look. No, but I got to go back to your point with the music because, like I said, y'all know me. Shit, me and Chris every morning. Um, like, you know, we we always dropping songs. Like, we always going through music. Like, you know, that's the thing, especially for me. Like, I probably be in a lot more relationships if they, if they play me songs as opposed to talk to me. Oh, they your hoes don't hear this, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, let me get a playlist to him right quick." They suck, so they're not gonna be able to figure <laughs> yeah, out the right song. The public, yo. The public <laughs> but hold on, Jason, ain't that what you want them to do? I would love them to play. I would love them to share me songs, but it has yeah, it has you. to actually it has to. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Took a minute. He got there though. He got there. <laughs> yes. yes. Shout out to Juicy J. Shout out to Juicy J. When it comes to it. But yeah, no, nah, that was actually a dope fact. Like, you know, that, that, that's definitely something that, that comes to me. Like I said, when it comes to me expressing my feelings, I'm kind of like Mike. Um, I'm not the best when it comes to expressing myself. And it's definitely a lot of working through things, like I said, especially with y'all. Like I said, I, you know, y'all probably on top of the list of people that I talk to every day and just expressing just different things that I'm going through or that, you know, that goes on. Um, but yeah, like I said, music is definitely one way I probably could express myself throughout, you know, through a playlist, through a song better than I can um, with my words. So that was just like definitely a dope, a dope catch the second time we looked at it. And I'm glad you shot that out on the pod because that was dope. Yeah, that was real dope. Um, and it was interesting too. We talked about the music and of course, getting back to Victor Krill, uh, he kept humming a, a certain song um, and we found out the significance of that later on in the episode. But I want to touch back to uh, previous with uh, Victor Krill. He started to tell a story um, pretty much explaining what's, you know, going on. Like, you know, he's blind. We see that he's uh, definitely unstable. You know, I wouldn't say it was without reason, but um, Jazz, you want to talk about, you know, his his backstory and what's going on with Victor Krill and sort of get a bit of an explanation of some of the mysteries that we had going on so far in the first three episodes. Yeah, he pretty much let us know, like, because he had a family, he had a wife, uh, a son and a daughter, and they pretty much moved into this big old house that you could probably see in the background. But if you can't see it, because if you're listening, it's uh, pretty much a huge home. And he was just like, everything was cool for about a month. And then it just seemed like some bad energy was tormenting him and his family. He was seeing visions, uh, really fucked up visions of when he was battling in a war. Of, uh, um, one of them were like a baby, like a carriage burning, mm. which is super dark. And then yeah, his tough. wife, you know, trying to run a bath. And a bunch of fucking spiders came out. Now, if that was me, I would say, fuck this house. Fuck all of y'all. No, I'm leaving. Let me, a uh, bunch of spiders coming out of the drain. No, I'm leaving if I see three that's hanging around. <laughs> you saw like a hundred. Oh, hell, I would have burned that whole fucking house to the ground. I would have took my family out first, but. I was waiting was for just, that. It's the way she said I it. I mean, you, like, you, you got to take them out, but make sure ain't oh. no spiders on them, though. 
pat them motherfuckers down or spray them with some raid. But um, <laughs> it was just a lot of <laughs> a lot of like really creepy stuff happening. And per, uh, he was pretty much thinking that it was just like a negative spirit that was going on around him. He saw yeah. his wife. Uh, they were at the dinner table. This bitch uh, get thrown up in the air. She's out of here. She's dead. The same way that we seen that happen to Chrissy, Patrick, and Fred. And so he was pretty much trying to save his children, but then he goes into a vision of when he was in the war. Mm. And then he wakes back up, his daughter out of here, bitch eyes gone. His son is in a coma and his son dies a week later. Oh, you said what? The bitch eyes gone. Yeah, Yeah, that's a daughter. <laughs> this episode is very telling with dads and children. I just, I just, no, it really, I like told that. you, Brandy Mac, aka fucking his kids. Yeah, she did, she didn't give it. So, but like, he wakes up, his entire family is gone. So, it, trying to explain that to authorities is they just like, yeah, this dude is crazy. And so, he tried to take his own life. But what, what threw me off was when he was saying that he went to his eyes and not his wrists or his throat. I was That's like, I, so yeah. you about to take your life but you going for the eyes i thought that was kind of strange but i also feel like the eyes signify something because the graphic that we see when the eyes are just blown out of their skull that we've uh. seen from the past um victims i feel like it's something within the eyes that we haven't come across yet um in these first four episodes but yeah, his his story was his story. You was wild. you've mentioned plenty of times like you think the eyes are significant for some yeah. reason, but I didn't even I didn't even think about that. Like that would have definitely. I mean, you know, um, you know, especially being that he's still in that Hawkins area, to where you would think <clears throat> why that curse is no longer affecting him. Yeah. Um, and so it it I, it's it's something weird there, but yeah, I don't think was, we got an answer to it yet. Yeah, that was kind of wild. So it's like. Um, you know, we talked about it, you know, previously, like, it's kind of like, you know, Victor Creel's character is, you know, mirroring his character, well, Robert England's character when he played, you know, Freddy Krueger, you know, he was True. tormenting kids, yeah. um, you know, dreams, but at this point, he's living in a hell where he's being tormented, you know, by his dreams right. of him seeing yeah. his family being slaughtered, you know, basically in front of him, um, and it's, you know, he has to live with it, and then he, like I said, he began to um the hum that song and like i said robert england is legendary um of course for you know um playing freddy krueger but in his role it was definitely another level as far as i mean it was still that that cold dark you can hear the you can hear it in his voice um and he you know began to hum that song and it's just very reminiscent of the the one two freddy's coming oh yeah as it began to as, as it began to come and it just you know brought me back and i was like bruh the Duffer brothers are fucking killing it. It was killing it. When it comes to, uh, when it comes to this, and just like you said, just putting that that West Craven stamp over this, and like I said, that that kind of that that West Craven has been glooming over the entire season. Um, so like that was a like I know his he did did his name well. I hope his family um, has enjoyed the imprint, you know, as far as when it comes to it. But it was even a, a doper stamp to be able to get Robert England. Um, on here um but now you know we we still we going we, we wrestling um going back to see what's going on because we're speeding back to the um to max dusty yeah. lucas um yeah. is with them and steve as they again heading to the um the cemetery for her to read her letter um, yeah. to her brother 
Yeah, like you said, Max has uh, written letters because, of course, she feels like she's about to be out of here. Uh, you see the clock, Vecna, you know, she's out of time at this point. And, uh, you know, she's she's written letters. She's given it to to the whole gang. Um, and then at this point, Lucas is just, you know, he's not trying to read a letter. He wants to talk to her. You know, like, yo, talk to me. I'm here. You know, she, you know, she's she's not having it, which is a tough situation to be in. Y'all ever, y'all ever been in a situation like that? You trying to? That would have been like, I turn around him, motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, jazz, jazz, don't. please. Don't, don't give it to, no, no, no. We're not giving it to jazz. Like, what you doing? Come on. See, but I turn him, my nigga. Like, you just like is that the, is that who you had to go? That's the first. That's the first name in your head. Jazz, save us, please. You ever had that? I'm. I'm gonna say like every Aquarius that I've dealt with. Ooh. That's what that reminded me of. So. And it's just like, all right, so you about to be out of here in 12 hours, so fuck you and your non-expressing ass. Deuces. So, yeah, I've been there and I mean, it's just like when you open the door for opportunity to communicate, yeah. I'm here, speak to me, and they just like, I don't want to walk through. Well, shit, I'm about to close this damn door because the AC is I'm not out here air-conditioning the whole neighborhood, and I ain't letting no fucking bugs in. Especially so, spiders, right? Chris, so you get me. I, we here, Most, we here. Even though they don't really come through the door, but they can. It's possible. I guess, Look, man. But... I mean, yeah, like Jazz said, you got to close the door in Aquarius sometimes. Sometimes they stick around. <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Not no, sometimes, whoa, whoa. all the time. Whoa. They don't know how to leave. But <laughs> that's wild. That's, that's wild. Oh damn! My, I forgot she was one of them. James I Robert. know. Like, what's going on? I didn't what's keep it like, going. Wait, like, bro, whoa, whoa, keep it going. Hold on, whoa. Oh, Chris, you need to roll out of this conversation that she was just having. It ain't got nothing to do with none of this. Listen, man, let's get back to the topic. Uh, shout out, Cole. Well, hold on, Chris. The question back to you. <laughs> yeah. This guy here, man. He toxic, man. Chris, have you been in a situation like that? Absolutely. I thought she was going to give me more than that. No, listen, you know, so, no, sometimes you're in situations like that. You, you got to, you know, switch up the streaming services sometimes. I like to keep all my streaming services. You never know. Yeah. You, you never know. You might need to double back. Nah, price get too high. You gotta let it go. Sometimes I'm gonna I'm I'm find a way to find pay for it. Yeah, some things ain't worth paying I, for. See, I, I like to save my money. I'm, I'm kind of frugal, so if I can, you know, let it go, I'm gonna let it go. It's tough though. I can't relate to none of this shit y'all talking about. So. Yeah, yeah. Two six seven, baby. Yeah, Hulu is good. Check that out, Jazz. Um, yeah, back to Max. She's dealing with. <laughs> her, her you know she 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 got the letters and she's a heartfelt letter to her stepbrother uh billy and then we get to the my favorite part of the episode of the season so far she's sucked into the upside down and we see of course our main antagonist vecna uh back again he's haunting her um and she's running for her life um and you know we we go back to uh the music um aspect that jason touched on earlier and, um, you know, Nancy and Robin, they escaped um, the uh, mental facility. Of course, they were in trouble for uh, talking to Victor Creel. Um, they weren't really supposed to be doing that, but they were able to escape. And of course, they had some answers. They were able to get in touch with Dustin. Shout out to Dustin. If, if everyone listened to Dustin, we would be straight. Like, he has all the answers. That's that's my guy. Um, but Dustin, you know, he's, he, he figures it out. You know, he's trying to let them know, you know, what's your favorite song? And of course, he's going to Lucas, who's Bay. Um, and he's like, you know, what, what, what's, what's, what's Max's favorite song? 
Um, and we get to this this scene, which is uh, one of the pivotal scenes of the series so far. Um, and the song starts playing. And it's crazy because this song blew up just because of this episode. Like if you look at the charts and everything, this song is everywhere, uh, running up the hill. It's a, it's a good song. But um, yeah, so. yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but she ends up, you know, escaping Vecna because of this song. And, uh, you know, watching this, you know, I thought about it. And of course, me and Jason, um, he mentioned how much we love music. I thought about this when I saw this scene and she's running and how the music triggered a reaction for her to be able to escape. Uh, do you guys have maybe a song that would, you know, help you guys escape the upside down jazz? I know jazz isn't like the biggest music. No, first off, you might know that, but everybody else don't know that. <laughs> they know that. Look, know we, hit, we hit on form the people. Yep. They got to, you know, we they, gotta, they know now. They, they don't know need now. to know that. Y'all sharing too much of my information. For last pod, these niggas know I dream now. Now this pod, they know I'm not the biggest music person. So we know to you would also be dead if Vecna came through the house. No, that's not true. If Vecna came here, the music that pretty much needs to play, I'm gonna say the number one song is Sam Cooke. A change is gonna come. Now, if it's somebody who's like, no, nah, I gotta play something toxic for jazz because Sam Cooke might be too slow for the upside down and she's running. So let's. It's gonna be Jasmine Sullivan, pick up your feelings. Cause as soon as I hear that, I'm be like, oh, Vecna, fuck you and all this mass shit you got trying to haunt me. I'm out of here. Cause that's what I wish I would have said to the mass if the vision was there <laughs> to pick up your feelings. But no, it's, it's crazy because Jazz talking about how we airing it out. We wouldn't have known about the mask if she didn't bring up Comic Con. I'm bringing com I'm bringing content to the pod episode. Oh, that's now what Jazz is doing. Got you. Just. I, I appreciate so, that. I appreciate that. So Sam Cook talking about posting pictures and shit. Jason, like, nah, nigga. We just try to give the listeners the whole story. You know, you wanna... Jason, Jason, <laughs> what is your song? <laughs> um, my song um, would definitely be "What That Thing Smell Like" by Black <laughs> Jesus. Why you had to give us that voice when you said the name of the song? Like, <laughs> it was appropriate. You remember BT Uncut? I, yeah, I remember Jason. Yeah, Jason, we need like, another song. Because no, Pastor not is not requesting that. He's not from the, from the that's choir. Funny. Pastor can't that's, that's, that's not even on streaming services. So, <laughs> <laughs> Chris, how do you know that? Jazz back, uh, Jason, back to you. <laughs> I got Apple Music, Jazz. What you mean? I know. All right, so um, so I probably would go with Running um, by Twenty One Savage. Let me go because mm. it, you know, it'll go ahead and trigger me to get up out of there. Unlike jazz, I can, unlike jazz, I actually run. Uh, I might unlike be bigger Chris, than her. Shit, you gotta play. See me rolling. <laughs> <laughs> So. It's it's crazy because that was a shot at jazz, and then she you saw Quincy flipping on me. That's crazy. Um, Everybody, get your roll on. That's gonna be Chris. Yeah, no. dodging the boulders coming what down. You, what, what song would you pick, Chris? If, if Vecna had you, it had to be played. Despite what Jazz said, it wouldn't be Chameleonaire rolling. Uh, <laughs> uh, probably, uh, ooh, I got to hit him with that Travis 90210. That's my, yo, you hear that? This nigga singing on the pod, bro. Listen, hey, man. listen to that talk song. about Stranger Things. This bro. nigga strange. You hit that that note at the beginning. Sheesh, we out. Either Jason, that how, or, many, how many people was like, is that pasta? Y'all the ones. Y'all the ones get the pasta thing. Like, everybody else is chilling, but nah, nine hundred two one zero. That's my that's my song. Uh, either that or Mike uh, Michael Jackson, baby, it'd be one of those. I'm not mad at that. 
I'm not mad at that. We gotta put we gotta put together some uh a Beckness curse playlist and put that out there. I like that. Um songs that you know, songs that we like that would be able to get us out. Um and maybe just even do a poll, see what see what other people would, you know, want like somebody that. to play or you know, you, put together. You think Jazz got enough songs to put together a playlist? Yes, motherfucker, um, I do. We'll see. We got a, we got a. It'll be a, it'd be a whole bunch of um, slave rituals, you know, jazz like them. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie when she said Sam Cooke change is gonna come. I'm just picture her running to Sam Cooke change is gonna come. And I'm over here picturing niggas getting killed. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, we. This took a turn. Yeah, we still working on jazz, like I said. Yeah, we still working what on you jazz. Mean? Sam Cooke and I had Jasmine Sullivan. Stop. Yeah, I, I, love, I, I love Jasmine Sullivan, though. I love that song. I mean, if you want to throw some Malia in there, are you that somebody? If we're going to slow it down, four-page letter. Like, you going to you gonna freak it for the back now? Nah. That she going to freak it for the back. That's crazy. He's so Jazz writing a... Nah. <laughs> oh, he is bald, isn't he? That's crazy. Look at, look at what Jazz pays attention to. He got worms. Like... I mean, nah. I mean, you gotta take one. It's all the same. Fuck you, nigga. You just say that because I be eating food a lot and I don't gain no yes. weight. Yeah, like, jazz, jazz eats a lot. I gain all the weight. It's all good. Yeah, but yeah. these titties get sucked though. It, uh, okay, so yeah, I'm 90210, Travis guy. <laughs> Maybe not. Now, now, hey, now you see why he got titty twerking Jason. And then he actually doing it. Yes, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I'm, I'm got to. No power to you. But, you know, it, you know, the thing with this, with, you know, the Max um, escaping, that was, like I said, it was really dope. It was super intense. Um, but we thought, you know, Max was, was out of here, uh, which kind of takes me into my ledge um, of the actual, the first four. Um, I wanted Max the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> it's not that I didn't enjoy the character. Um, I love Max. Um, I feel like she was probably the strongest character of the first four um, that we did review as far as what, you know, playing into her trauma, the acting, just her entire story arc. And like I said, I you know, we get these characters and they get them out of here. Um, but I feel like that would have upped the stakes as far as with the core, because we haven't lost a core member, but I know it's coming. We're going to eventually lose somebody uh, within this core, but that was, that's my ledge. Um, yeah. What about y'all? Before we get to Jazz ledge, I had a question to uh, follow up with Jason just said. So you talk about, you feel like, you know, Max, uh, or rather we haven't lost the core character. Uh, through the first four episodes, I want to sort of get you guys opinion on a couple of things. Uh, who would you say would be the strongest character so far, the weakest character so far, and who do you feel like is most likely to get out of here? Mm. Uh, I'll go ahead and tackle that first. I will say pretty much the strongest character is Dustin. Dustin, my man. He's you know he seems like the geekiest one, but he brings so much information, and Dustin doesn't need anything to be explained to him. Yeah, when he was able to figure out so many different things the compass able to use bay as a resource i mean hell you think about it his bay saved them last season so it's just Shout out there. yeah like dustin is very resourceful uh that's gonna be out of here that's in the main core i'm gonna give it to nancy get Ooh. nancy out of here and then i think actually 
I take that back. <laughs> I'm removing Nancy off of that. I'm going to give it to Steve. Steve oh, is going to get out of okay. here. I know. That hurt even worse. I know. I know. I was like, let me take Nancy off of there because I feel like with what Jason said earlier of her thinking about Barb, I feel like Nancy, the energy between her and Steve, we don't know where it's going to go. But yeah, I, I think Steve will get out of here for sure. Uh, the weakest, I'm going to say Murray. I rock with Murray. Murray's cool. He's very supportive of uh, Joyce, but he's giving me the same vibes as the Russian dude that we lost last season and Bob. Wow. So, you put Bob yeah. and Murray on the same level. Jason, <laughs> I mean, tough crowd. Jason, uh, you look like you weren't feeling the, the, the Murray answer. Who you got? Nah, man. Nah, I, love, I miss with Murray, man. I, I don't I don't feel like he, I feel like he's impactful, but not impactful enough for this shit to sting um, when it comes to it. So I'm going to leave my my death last because, you know, I, I'm, I'm probably going to have some crazy opinions with that one. So um, strongest, um, just to be different from Jazz, I'm going to ride with Robin as the strongest um, right now because when they were inside, you know, Robin has been thinking ahead as far as when she got put into the fold, she's been thinking ahead, you know, from when she figured out how to find um the drug dealer's house um, to when she went into the psychiatric ward and she had to think on, t- on quicker her feet to get that man, um, Dr. Hatch, to tell them the information that they needed. So Robin has been uh, fairly strong. Um, my weakest, um, Jonathan and Jonathan and Argyle are 1A, 1B. Um, they've yeah. pretty much been high the entire time. Like they don't know um, what's going on. Neither one of them can understand bullets and guns and what they are and how they kill people. They just run it into the line of fire, just like, oh man, fuck it, dude. Let's get it. <laughs> uh, with, you know, uh, with them two. Um, my death, like I said, it has to sting. Um, it has to hurt. I don't think they would kill Nancy um, because. You know, Nancy and Jonathan in real life, they're a couple. I don't feel like I don't think they wouldn't do that until them two had a a real like a, a scene on camera before they um, before something like that. And right now, these people are far too far along uh, from that. And there has to be whether they end it and she gets with Steve or whatever happens within this situation. I feel like they have there has to be a resolution before they allow that because they're so in love. Um, although Jonathan slick goes to her uh, based on what jazz was you know what we were discussing uh, with that but i think it's going to be nancy's brother unfortunately i think mike is going to be the fuck out of here um in the next chapter um mike is definitely one of the core members we've been with from the beginning he helped l as will best friend this homie um you know mike mike's death would probably sting and i feel like Mike not being able to say, I love you to L, I think eventually he's going to be able to say it. And I feel like he's going to die in the midst of or before he, as he's saying it. And that's going to push L to get that, that, that final push um, to eventually be able to take down Beckner. Or maybe even a mind flare if we, if we think it that far in advance, because again, Beckman is just is here. Um, The mind flare was never stopped. He's still, he's still out there. Yeah. That's a good theory. Um, yeah, for myself, probably strongest character. Uh, I'm gonna go with Max. I think the acting, uh, her arc, you know, this episode called me biased, but it was my favorite episode and she was a central part of it. Um, and I just think, you know, she's been dope all around. So I will go Max is my personal 
strongest character. Um, weakest character is definitely Jonathan. Like, you know, you guys say he's sort of been uh, put to comedic relief, but it just hasn't been funny either. <laughs> uh, Argyle, you know, at least he pulled up with the truck, the pizza truck, and he was able to get them out after the, the shootout. But Jonathan hasn't really provided anything at all. Then it's like Jazz said, it seemed like he ghosting uh, his bay. So whatever. The death, um, man, I think that it's going to be Lucas, honestly. I feel like that would hit a bit. What? Yeah. Because he's black? No, Jazz. It's, he, it's saved, he, saved, he saved Max and killed a boyfriend. Look what he's going for. Look what okay. his play wow. is. No, Look what I'm, his play is. That's crazy. I'm strictly talking about the story. <laughs> Y'all took it somewhere else, but no, that was not the reason why. Like, that's, no, how because, want, that's, that's how you want her to lose a man? No, I mean, when you, when you think about it, like she's already, you know, been through a lot. I feel like that would just be an extra, you know, shot in the back to sort of, I mean, y'all were saying y'all wanted Max out of here and, you know, all this I other stuff. I did not say that. I wanted Max out of here for the, con- for I knew the content somebody. purposes of the story. I, and I, it, all of us would have been affected by that death. We would have been, we would have been like, we would have been like, bro, what? Like, yeah, can you imagine if she died? Yeah, if she if she died, or like if like when the blackout and that was just like the end of the episode, that'd be what if that was the, what if what if that was the end of the section until July first? That would have oh, been, like been, yeah, been, been like, bro, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. That would have been in the main, but they were just like, nah. But they up, they still like even after that, they still up the stakes. So it's, it's we still yeah, we definitely gonna touch on that for sure. Yeah, but um, that was my picks. Uh, yeah, so seems like we enjoyed the first four episodes but of course we have to ask the question was it good though jazz absolutely like the visuals the script the acting like everything was dope only thing that i would say lost one percent for me was hopper's fucked up ass feet but outside of that it was dope i enjoyed these first four episodes i thought it was great I would have thought Jazz would have more of an appreciation for the feet, but she's she trying to get her only toes off the ground so this shit ain't gonna help in her. First off, what did my only toes get this pod? We got us off the ground. <laughs> Is that how we're done? Is, uh, <laughs> Chris, don't pass it. Don't ask no questions. <laughs> Jason, no Jason, I need, the, I need the receipts. Jason, was it good? Please help us. Um, yes, um, this season has been amazing. Like the first four um have been amazing i've rewatched them two or three different times like <clears throat> i have the kids watching it at this point like it's like the duffer brothers put you know they they put their heart and soul inside of this and we can see where the budgeting went i'm glad it went there um but yeah man i'm just ready to see excited to see more um definitely excited to see more what about you chris yeah, like you guys said, definitely a good, um, it was amazing for me. Of course, like I said, every episode felt like a movie. Uh, the budget, you know, of course, showed itself with the the, the production, uh, the graphics or, you know, just things like that. Like even showing Vecna and uh, the way he looks and like, you know, the upside down and everything. I was just completely amazing. Um, so I enjoyed it for sure. It was definitely good. Um, yeah, man, that was, that was a great season first four episodes of season four um of course we're going to touch on the remaining episodes um in our next episode but you know we just felt like it was so much to fit into one so we're just gonna hit y'all yeah. with another episode or a sequel <laughs> a little call back to last week yeah part two. part two there you go I'm, 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 just, I'm not gonna bring up sequels again because we saw how that went last week so we're just gonna leave that alone right now and, and uh, the other and the other thing was um 
even like the visual effects when it comes to vector like that's a that was dope like you know we you know we so used to cgi um yeah. and like of course there's cgi uh, moments but it was dope to see that's actual a practical effect so it's like an actual person dressed up, you know you know in the in that actual suit walking around moving and grooving um you know in that so that was another dope another dope way to bring that in i don't feel like cgi would have been able to really truly capture what their character is so yeah. yeah doing it the way they're doing it and you know bringing the cgi in on top of it it's like it's a like i said it's, it's amazing man it's really dope it's cool. hold on chris what's up how you gonna skip our legends though like the fuck jason gave his list oh you're talking about our legends oh but did you give yours no nah, i didn't you're right i'm ass nigga memory bum as hell Come first of all <laughs> my memory Pass is not it. as bad as y'all try to make it so Pass to get that shit together like wow hey uh, jason i'm surprised this damn uh song for um for vecna was a stomp by kurt franklin <laughs> i was surprised it wasn't bad i was waiting listen man. but i guess i guess when you roll around stomp ain't gonna be your song yeah done so. uh, i got it all out <laughs> i might have some more jokes for that ass Oh, okay. But uh, Chris, in the meantime, uh, my ledge, let me see. Uh, probably gonna be less hopper. I'm you know, I'm over it at this point. Just get back to Joyce. She didn't drop 40k on you. Um, you know, you gotta just pick up the pace, something. Uh, but I don't really have too many uh downsides to this first four episodes, to be honest with you. It's just been you know, great for me. I know it's probably boring to y'all, but my ledge is less hopper. I'm, I'm you know what, I'm not mad at that. Like, I'm not because that, I mean, that storyline has been kind of a downer based on everything else that's going on um thank especially you, with max but like you're not anticipating you know joyce and hopper coming back together like that that'll be like a dope um listen a dope scene right listen they gonna do? yeah 40k yeah. 40k she done left the kids it better be fireworks on that screen when they get together like they probably, I, he, his ass probably gonna dap her up <laughs> yeah I, I wouldn't recommend dapping her Look, up that wouldn't i wouldn't be. either because that's mm-hmm. kind of trash, especially when you drop that much money. She drops student loan pay off amounts. <laughs> hey, Jazz, if you broke a nigga out of jail, what he got to do? First time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Look, find out, as soon as I find out the, uh, where he was found at, has a peanut butter, I'm like, look, <laughs> you better do something with that. Put Spirit a peanut butter to use, right quick. Like, I dropped 40, 40K? Man, look. It's, it, it, it'll get nasty and messy. Like, <laughs> Let's make sure you put that peanut butter in the right places. I don't know women's faces and things of that nature, but... He gonna need to do that. Up. Like, 40K. And this gonna need to re- uh, be a repeat once we get back to the States. Don't think it's just a Russia thing. What happens in Russia stays in Russia. No, motherfucker. This is your life for the next five You said don't put years. don't put a rush on that, though. Don't put a rush no, on that. No don't rush. <laughs> We're gonna slow it. We're gonna slow it. It's gonna be a little slow process. Go ahead and get all that peanut butter. But what was what was your was Jazz? What was your? I'm gonna say mine was um. This might be kind of wild, but no, you wild no. Chris, roll back. Roll back. You're doing a little much. Roll it back. But nah, I would have loved to see L just bring Will to the side, like this is me this is my man right here so what you trying to do no because 
you supposed to be with me in my lives. Don't sit up here when I'm not around talking about why you lying. Why are you in my business? You in women's business. You in couple business and you single as fuck. Will, don't do that. But Will, I mean, but you think about it. As soon as L got arrested, Will's energy changed. He was just like. (laughs) That's crazy. He probably probably dropped a dime. Hey, she at the house right now. I'm, <laughs> shit, that's shit. crazy. You know what? I ain't even think about that's that. That's some crazy, dirty mag. Hey, yo, like, hey, yo, hey, yo, I know the, the the chick with the the chick with the the roller blade. The bitch, she bit the bitch at the house. The bitch is right. at the house. He got, he got the address. Like, well, who you talking to? Nobody, nobody. Not talking to nobody. <laughs> it's like, nah, motherfucker, you sitting there stitching because, like, soon as L got arrested, he's over here. You know, it was me, Mike. It it wasn't L. It was me. It was my mistake. I'm sitting here like, oh, I played that role before too. That innocent, blame it on me, so it's Ooh, not his fault. What you wow. mean? That what shit it? works every single time. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> playing. Hey, but look, but look, nah. but look, but look, Will was like. I mean, you can read that letter a hundred more times. It's not going to change anything. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and you, can you imagine what Will felt when he saw Mike throw that shit in the trash? Man, Will probably would have threw a damn match in there. It was like, burn that shit. Burn it all. Burn it. L's out of here. That bitch get locked up. She gone. <laughs> she done got arrested. Here go Mike. I'm going to get you out. I'm sitting here like, what the really? fuck you going to do? You ain't got 40K. You ain't Joyce. But I was just like, yeah. Yeah, Mike. But yeah, yeah, my ledge is definitely L bringing Wills to the side. Like, leave my man alone. This is me. Don't be drawing no pictures. Don't be writing no fucking letters. (laughs) This is me. Yeah, we never saw what was in that picture. We we don't know what was in there. I think it might come back up because you remember in her opening when she was writing Mike, she was just like, yeah, you know, Will's drawing and doing pictures. And I'm like, is it not the upside down? Like, is it something else? It's probably, I don't I'm know. hoping. I'm hoping there's something to dealing with Vecna or the Mind Flayer. That is a nice I'm ho- twist. I'm hoping there's something like that. But that's I not mean, what that shit if is. It's, if it's love, you know, because he brought it to the to the airport. So it's kind of wild. Well, yeah, he y'all was... going back to the house. Just leave <laughs> the house. <man. laughs> it was I mean, that that was his be- that's his best friend. He had to bring everything right what there. What about us? What about yeah. us? He want a little bit more than friendship. I mean, but it, it's cool. I, I rock with Will. Will been through a lot, but Will is a snitch and he a sideline friend. I mean, Will, I need you. It like I need to, you. To be fair, he should have snitched earlier if he was gonna snitch. He was snitching. At, he snitched at the wrong time. He he done the, the girl done got knocked the fuck out. Now he's snitching. Now he's. But hold on. Will should. We're not gonna go back into the violence of what happened to Angela, but Why it blew. Nah. We're not doing that. But it's crazy that they was just like, L, what did you do? See, if I was there, I'd have been like, high five, Will. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Good job. Damn right. But that's my ledge. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Yeah. So the ledge is, <laughs> we've established that. Uh, Link of Thrones. Of course, we mentioned last week, Jazz coined the term because of her love for the show Game of Thrones. Uh, so we got. I didn't say that last week. That was you. I mean, you love Game of Thrones, right? I'm trying to give you credit, Jay. I don't want to take all the credit. You know, I'm trying to make sure you, you know, take get it, your... it. Get it. Get I mean, it. at this point, I'm about to take it. I'm about to say, yo, I did it, and she took it. So next time I see Chris, Chris's wheelchair, I'm gonna put a hole in that shit. There's, 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 like, there's, there's no wheelchair, Jazz. No, they don't know that. In my you, story, it is. You know the, you're their story. You're, you're literally floating there like Charles Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I just hit your head like that. Yeah, I mean, hey. Uh, anyway, Link of Thrones, um, as I said before, basically, uh, we take in uh, one of the characters, the actors uh, for the TV show that we're reviewing, which happens to be Stranger Things this week. And we uh, let you guys know something else that they played in. Uh, maybe something that you may not have heard of, you may not have seen before, or maybe just wasn't on your radar. We just going to get you hip. Um, I'll go first because I feel like Jazz is going to take my Link of Thrones. So I got to get ahead of this. Yeah, yeah, you know you are too. That's why you. (laughs) (laughs) You good, Jason? Okay. Uh, Link of (laughs) yeah, he's not. You know, Uh, Link of Thrones. My uh, character or actor is going to be Finn Wolfhard. Of course, he plays Mike, and uh, he was in it. Uh, It the remake came out in 2017. Uh, He was one of the Loser Club members, um, taking on scary clowns. Damn, he's a loser in everything he's in, ain't he? Tight cast, man. What can you say? He plays it well, so uh, yeah. He was cool in, he was cool in Ghostbusters, though. He was all right. He had game. Oh, he was in Ghostbusters. So, Damn, Chris, so, you could have used that. You well, didn't first, watch that yesterday, like you uh, did. First of all, first of all, y'all y'all trying to expand on my Link of Thrones. We're gonna cut that right now. I, <laughs> I don't know what Ghostbusters came from, but you know, yeah. second, second, I mean, he jazz. Was in it. Oh, second, Jazz, you ain't got to tell everybody I just watched it yesterday. That was unnecessary. Oh, so it's cool for y'all to tell everybody I had dreams and shit. And that I that was Jason. Fast, I didn't say nothing about the dream. I can't tell people that you watched it yesterday. No, that's unnecessary oh, that's information. Stuff. That's unnecessary information. All right. uh, yeah, it remake. It was cool. I like, um, you know, it, I enjoyed it. It was cool. Um, Jason, who's your Link of Thrones? <clears throat> um, my Link of Thrones is going to be Patrick. Um, this was the guy who was with Jason. Um, he's on the basketball team. Um, his <laughs> real name is Miles Truitt. Um, Miles, um, I've been kind of like following him uh, for a moment, but um, the thing that I wanted to shout out was him and BMF. Um, BMF kind of allowed him to go outside of the typical kid role that I see him in, um, mm-hmm. in movies. Like, I didn't really know who he was until... Um, that that was one of his standout roles, but he in that um, he is um, Big Meech's right hand man. Um, it's a definitely a different role. Um, the first season is out; they're currently filming season two. And if you haven't seen BMF, I would definitely recommend that show. It's very good. Um, it kind of ends with him um, just letting you know how big of a character he is in that show. So um, you should definitely check it. Definitely check that. And what's that streaming on? Um, that's streaming on Stars. Um, but if you have the the link, you can probably get it through Hulu too. Kind of crazy. Uh, Hulu is it, man? I'm trying to tell you, yeah, you know, y'all sleeping on Hulu. Yes, nah, you sleep. Actually, I'm a chill. Um, <laughs> I can't big up Hulu. Was was no? I'm a chill. Um, mine is Enzo. Uh, his real name is Tom Vlachia. Uh, mm. he was the faceless man. Jaka Hagar in Game of Thrones. If anybody feel like they want to correct me on both of those names, fuck you, do what you think you need to do. Um, <laughs> but he was pretty much in Game of Thrones working with Arya Stark. Um, so he was in a few episodes of Thrones. Thrones is one of my favorite shows that Chris keeps mentioning through this uh, episode. But yeah, so it was pretty much good seeing him show up like, oh shit, some Thrones talent. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, and if you haven't seen Thrones, you just late to the party, but the prequel is dropping in August. House of Dragons, can't wait for that. So hopefully we'll be able to review that as well. That would be dope. Let's see when that comes out. Um, yeah, good episode. I enjoyed the first four episodes of uh, Volume One. 
of season four of Stranger Things. Of course, as I said earlier, we're going to be reviewing uh, the remaining episodes of volume one, those that we've been uh, made available. Of course, they're going to be releasing volume two in July. Uh, when that comes out, best believe we get into that too, because this show is quickly becoming one of my favorites. Um, I won't speak for you guys, but I'm enjoying this. Like I said, the watch has been rewarding. The rewatches have been amazing. You get to catch, you know, different details. And then of course you guys put me onto some details that I wasn't able to catch on my uh, initial watch as well as a rewatch. So yeah, it's been dope. Um, good pot. I had fun. What about you guys? Episode two? Yeah, episode two. Episode two, part three. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, it's episode two, part three. Man. Reshoots. Like been recording this shit all weekend, but listen, man. <laughs> I, listen, man. I ain't gonna hold you. We've been recording. I've been through two different shirts. Jazz done been through storms and Jason, and it's it's, it's been a journey, but we, we made it. We did. I think Devil. this is uh definitely uh episode we've been anticipating on recording. It's yeah. funny and loving that half the group chat is caught up on Stranger Things. So just to see people talking about it, it's like it's dope. So. Yeah, um, yeah, enjoyed it. Of course, as I said, our sequel episode, uh, part two, we're going to be dropping that, of course, reviewing the remaining episodes. Uh, yeah, was it good, though? The answer was yes. So any last words? No shots, please, because I feel like I've been getting hit all, all episode. Y'all been killing me. So can we just... I mean, shit, you got your damn arms out, figured you was ready for them. Shit, we know your legs ain't out because you ain't got none, so... <laughs> arms out doing anything but uh I, I just want to be clear i had my arms out first jazz copied me she y'all may not notice jazz <laughs> wants to be like me i'm her role model she just doesn't admit that so i just want to let the listeners know it's your big homie jazz i don't think anybody believes that shit that he just said but i'm the og i'm the og but i will I feel, say i'm feeling young but did she treat me like the og what can i say all right please like subscribe review rate follow all of that on the pod share this sure. shit share yeah, it with share. your homie and tell him exactly. to share it with somebody or tell her to share it with them to so give it to your grandma my grandma checked this shit out mine yeah i nah but if you got any homies that's you know that's looking looking good you know sit them my way nah i'm playing i'm fully she, she she's but, not uh, playing chris relax my bad it's like i'm married out here in these streets but um yeah that's all i got for y'all Jason, fix your face, man. Let, let it rock, Jason. Let it rock. <laughs> let it rock, my brother. Listen, as I said, uh, Stranger Things, it was good. We coming at y'all next week with the sequel episode. Of course, it was too much to put into one episode, so we got to hit y'all with the with the next episode uh, reviewing the remaining ones. It's been good, man. I'm I'm looking forward to the rest of the episodes. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed the episode that we gave y'all today. It's been a journey, but we made it. Shout outs to. All the listeners, I hope y'all enjoy and deuces. Peace.